Hi, this is Stuart Weems and welcome to the Investopoly podcast. My goal is to give you simple, easy to understand strategies, insights and tips to help you master the game of building wealth. And in this episode, I'd like to talk about why don't people invest more? So it's very common that, you know, someone will go out and make an initial investment in, say, a parcel of shares or go and buy an investment property and then they do nothing for 10 plus years. You know, they don't add to those investments, they don't review those investments. So I wanted to talk about why this might be the case and go through, you know, some of the potential causes that they might be thinking about that's uh, stopping them or preventing them from uh, investing. But really, um, the, the key point here is that uh, the opportunity cost associated with, you know, not doing anything for a period of time is substantial. And of course, we must remind ourselves that time is the scarce asset, not investment opportunities. There's always going to be plenty of opportunities in the future, uh, but what you can't make up for is time. So let's get into it then, and let's talk about some of the excuses we might be telling ourselves uh, that explain you know, why we haven't uh, made the most of our opportunities in the past. So a really common excuse is lack of time. You know, we tell ourselves that we just don't have the time or haven't had the time, you know, to get it, dedicate to making some good quality investment decisions. But really, if we're honest with ourselves, uh, lack of time is a really poor excuse because if it's important to us, we'd always do it. In fact, if you're not deliberate and disciplined with how you spend your time, you'll find that your time gets absorbed by all the urgent things, uh, often at the expense of the important matters. Or sometimes we feel like, well, let's just tackle the easy tasks first, you know, the easy wins, if you like, and procrastinate on the more complex matters. But the reality is that investing doesn't really take a lot of time. Uh, you know, if you if you think it does, then either you, you're, you've got the wrong advisors or you're adopting the wrong approach. I would say my clients would spend maybe two to three hours a year thinking about their financial position or any investment-related decisions. That's all we're talking about here. So, you know, catch yourself out on these in these situations. If you're um, making excuses that you just haven't had the time to get to it, what you're really saying is it's not important. And that's okay. It might not be important, right? But as long as you recognize the, the long-term consequences of not prioritizing uh, building wealth, it's fine. But let's not fool ourselves into thinking we just haven't had the time yet. Another excuse could be it just feels too risky. You know, I haven't made a decision yet. I'm uh, concerned about making a mistake uh, and I need more time to really work it out. Uh, and just make sure that whatever decision I make is going to be the right one. The mistake here is thinking that more information is going to help you with your decision making in that it's going to help you make a more confident decision. Uh, and the, but the reality is that more information you know, really doesn't help. Uh, in fact, more information can make it a lot more difficult uh, because there's lots of different opinions out there and approaches and so forth, and we start to get kind of confused about which one to follow and, and so forth. It's not really more information if things feel risky. Uh, it's not more information you need. It's, it's more likely more experience, uh, because experience tells us how and when to apply the knowledge and information that we have, uh, whereas if we just have that knowledge without experience, 
that's when we feel risky because we really don't know what to do with it. Uh, and it's just like, you know, if you think about, let's say, a surgeon, a surgeon that, that, that's just finished their uh, specialist training, you know, that, that has just qualified compared to a surgeon that's been, you know, practicing surgery for 30 years. Of course, the surgeon with 30 years of experience is going to be much better at problem solving or, or dealing with, you know, certain circumstances or circum- certain patients because they've done it lots and lots over the last 30 years and so forth. So if it's starting to feel too risky, what you need to ask is it's a who question, not a what question. So instead of asking, what should I be doing? Should I sell this property? Should I buy this investment property? Should I make super contributions, etc.? Forget about the what, ask the who. Who should I be speaking to in order to help me make a more confident decision? Or finally, maybe the last excuse is that you just don't have the capacity to be able to make additional investments, whether that's uh, surplus cash flow, cash in the bank, or borrowing capacity. Now, if you fall into this category, this podcast really isn't for you, because if you're maximizing all your opportunities, then really there's not much else uh, anyone can expect of you. So time or fear, or maybe both of those, uh, could be really preventing you from uh, having a clear direction. But I would say for most people, uh, the problem is lack of context. Now, if I stopped a person in the street and asked them for directions, but refused to tell them a destination, are they going to be able to help me? Now, of course not. And the same is true when it comes to investing. Uh, I've got more than 20 years of experience. So if you come to me and ask me, you know, should you buy an investment property? How am I going to give you the answer if I really don't know what your financial position is, what your lifestyle goals are, how you plan to get there? It's really impossible to understand whether buying investment property in that circumstance is going to help or hinder your abilities to achieve your lifestyle goals. And it's that context that an evidence-based investment strategy, a long-term evidence-based strategy provides. So in the situation where I've developed a long-term investment strategy for a client, and then they start thinking about, you know, Stuart, can I change my job? I want to do a different type of work, but it's going to mean that a, a, a drop of income, I'm going to um, reduce my income. Or, you know, Stuart, we want to go and buy a holiday house. How's that going to work? You know, is that affordable? Is that going to sort of compromise our strategy and our retirement goals and so forth. These sorts of questions are only possible to to answer and response to when I've got the context of a long-term investment strategy. So it's my thesis then that most people fail to progress in their investment journey because of lack of context rather than really anything else. They really don't know where they're heading and they don't know how to get there. So then when they contemplate tactics along the way, buying investment property, repay a loan, make super contributions and so forth. They don't really know how those tactics then fit into that long-term investment strategy. But of course, when we first start out, making an investment decision is relatively easy. We know if we've got zero investment assets, we know some investment assets are better than none. Uh, and perhaps when we're younger, we go out and buy an investment property because clearly that's a that's an easy decision. It's kind of easy win, if you like. But subsequent investment decisions can be more difficult to make, particularly if you really don't have that context. 
So in a few weeks' time, I am going to share the three-step process that I follow and that I've refined really over the last 20 years in order to develop a long-term evidence-based investment strategy that's going to provide you with that context. And if you're able to sort of go through that or complete that similar process yourself, it's really going to provide that context so that you can make sure you're on the right track uh, and it will help you, you know, avoid making mistakes, you know, the wrong decisions uh, and ensure you're going to achieve your retirement goals. Okay, so if you fall into this category, you know, you've made some investments but haven't really added to those investments for quite a period of time, then it might be really good to sort of reflect on, you know, some of the things that I've highlighted today and work out, you know, is it lack of context, lack of time, you know, what is really preventing you? Because if you can sort of solve that problem, uh, it's incredibly valuable because, as I said, uh, there's one ingredient that uh, a good low-risk long-term investment strategy requires, and that is the fullness of time to allow those investments to produce the required returns uh, that you need. Uh, so there's an opportunity cost to avoid uh, wasting time. Or if you know any family, friends or colleagues that maybe haven't actively invested as much as they should or could have, uh, then perhaps share this uh, podcast episode with them. Okay, that's it for me for this week. A bit of a shorter one this week. Uh, and uh, until next week, bye for now.